0: Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I am so grateful to be here with you. I'm thankful to be your host and uh, so glad you're here. We're looking at giants in North America. You might say, well, now what does that have to do with Biblical Archaeology Today? Well, giants were mentioned before the flood, after the flood. Uh, Goliath was a giant. So it is pretty interesting. And some of these giants we've been going through... Um, do they really qualify as giants or are they just tall people? I mean, isn't there like a tribe in Africa that, uh, I can't remember the name of them right now. I know you have the pygmies, but then you had another one, or the name just escapes me, you know, that I think they were very tall, around seven feet tall. let's just get started. We're on ancientorigins.net. You may want to check out our previous podcast on this as well. It's part of a series, and and also we've done several on giants over the years. Uh, You know, it just periodically comes up as something. So let's get started. This Ancient Origins, I thought, just had a great list on there, which I like Ancient Origins a lot. So they have a lot of good lists periodically on ancient origins. And so we did uh, numbers 10 through 8 on a series of uh, 10 of the largest giant or giant finds found in North America. And so now we come to number 7, Steelville, Missouri, 1933, an 8-foot skeleton. As part of the Search for the Lost Giant show, Jim and fellow researcher James Clary investigated the following account that had this heading. We've already mentioned they have several newspaper headlines on here from over the years. And Smithsonian and this type of thing. An ancient Ozark giant dug up near Steelville, this Missouri strange discovery made by a boy looking for arrowheads, gives this Missouri town an absor- absorbing mystery to ponder. From the Steelville ledger, June eleventh, 1933, he turned up the complete skeleton of an eight-foot giant. The grizzly find was brought to Dr. R.C. Parker here and stretched out in his enormous link in the hallway of his office, where it since remained the most startling exhibit Steelville has ever had on public view. While reading through the microfilm in the Steelville Library, three reports of the find were uncovered, including the photo that shows Les Eaton, a six-foot man, six feet tall, laid out next to the eight-foot skeleton in Dr. Parker's office. Pretty interesting. The Steelville ledger reported the skeleton was packed up and shipped to the Smithsonian. Wow, that's funny, never to be heard from again. Hmm. So, and, and I'm not blaming this Smithsonian on this. It may be something different, but occasionally when things don't fit consensus narratives in science or archaeology, they sometimes uh, are buried in the so-called Orwellian memory hole. So Miamisburg, Montgomery County, Ohio, eight feet, one-and-a-half-inch skeleton Miami'sburg Mound is believed to have been built by the Adena culture anywhere between 1,000 to 2, 1,200 BC. It's the largest conical burial mound in Ohio, once nearly 70 feet tall, 877 feet in circumference. That's huge. Hugh investigated this site in September of 212, so it's really recent. After talking to some researchers at the local history society or the historical society, he found there were other skeletal remains reported in the nearby area. numerous skeletal remains were uncovered from the mound, including a giant jawbone and bones of unusual size, but it was the discovery half a mile away that became a national sensation and was reported in the Middletown Signal, January 17, 1899, with the headline, Bones of Prehistoric Giant Found Near Miamisburg. The skeleton of a giant near Miamisburg is the cause of much discussion, not only because the curious and illiterate, but among the learned scientists of the world, the body of a man more gigantic than any other recorded in human history. Now they've had bigger than this now. The skeleton, it is calculated, must have belonged to an eight foot one and a half inch height person. Professor Thomas Wilson, a curator of prehistoric anthropology at the Smithsonian Institution, said the following after examining the find, the authenticity of the skull is beyond any doubt. I did want to say this. I mentioned on the previous podcast they had found a thirty-six inch skull. Average skull circumference, 20 inches. Its antiquity is unquestionably great. To my own personal knowledge, several such crania were discovered in the Hopewell Group of the mounds in Ohio. The jaws were prognathous, projecting beyond the face, and the facial index remarkably low. And so they got an illustration of the eight-foot skeleton discovered near Miamisburg. And number five, this will be the last one we do on this series of today, the San Diego Giant, 1895, 8-feet-4-inch mummy. Good picture here. This fascinating discovery reports on a giant mummy found in San Diego that is currently believed to be a hoax. However, let's take a closer look at this according to them. Is there some intriguing inconsistency with this popular story? The first report appeared in 1895 with the subheadings 9-feet-high and probably a California Indian. Measurement well-authenticated other big men and women of fact and fable who are famous types of gigantism, which that's a, a real deal. Then, gigantism, is then ac- when accurately measured, I think Andre the Giant had that, it turned out to be eight foot four inches and was carefully inspected and measured by Professor Thomas Wilson, curator of the Department of Prehistoric Anthropology in the Smithsonian Institution by other scientists. Again, great picture here. San Diego Giant was purchased by the Smithsonian for five hundred bucks, over fourteen thousand in the day's money in eighteen ninety five, although they later claimed it was a hoax. Thirteen years later, in nineteen oh eight, when the mummy was being exhibited, the Smithsonian ran some tests and suddenly dismissed this as a hoax, saying it was made from gelatin. The fact that it took that long, and after spending five hundred dollars to acquire it, plus the fact it was carefully inspected by experts thirteen years earlier, does suggest there may be more to the story than meets the eye. Yeah. Interesting, Alice Hedricla, joined the Smithsonian in 1903, right in between the discovery of the final debunking. He was not interested in giants and made a concerted effort to eradicate them from the historical record. Aha! It was also interesting to note that the Director of Prehistoric Anthropology, Thomas Wilson, and the ethnologist in charge, W.G. McGee, were both involved in this story. We're obviously clean to make sure the Smithsonian got it back to their headquarters at an immense cost. But well, why would they bother doing that if it's simply a sideshow hoax? The strange twist and in Smithsonian involvement and the immense amount of money spent on it makes us worthy of inclusion in the top ten. Similar money giant also turned up the Spiro mounds in Oklahoma. It measured 8 feet 5 inches on display for a few months. Where it was seen by several people before, oddly enough, it disappeared. Well, let's keep going on this, but in another episode. God bless you. Thanks for being here. Share with your friends, family, church family. Join us daily. We do all things biblical archaeology. Check out our playlist. It's enormous in my opinion, um, but probably not too many. (laughs) But when you're the one doing it, it seems enormous. God bless. Again, share, put it on social media. Please leave us a five-star review. It just helps people find us. God bless. Bye-bye.